Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Marquee Matchup Show, episode 55. And before we get into any of the intros, any of the games, any of our matches from this week, let's just clarify the title's a little bit misleading. It's not the last episode ever, but the, the games we were talking about are finals of some sort of another. So that's why it is the final episode. So I hope that clears everything up. We will be back next week. Um, but anyway, I'm your host, Charlie, along with my wonderful, uh, nicely dressed, great head of hair co-host, Joey. Joey, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. I'm wearing a very wrinkly t-shirt that has yeah, but, stains yeah, but, all over it. Yeah, but you make it work is the thing. Oh, that's Charles, the you difference. Have with, you have a way with words. You just <laughs> came back from that so quickly. <laughs> well, Joey, Impressive. Joey, how, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. I had I had some coffee earlier today, which is very rare for me. Slash, I've never had a full cup of coffee because I don't like it, but I forced myself to, and I was really jittery and pooped a lot. You need okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that last part. So that that improved my that improved my day. It was a fun day. Well, okay. I don't know where to go from that. So let's just kind of. <laughs> Joey, we got a lot of good games to talk about this episode. We have some great matches from last week. As well as some, we have a news section, Joey. We have some news which may or may not be true at this point in time. <laughs> and then, as I said before, we have five finals matchups that we're going to dive into at the second half of this episode. And then finally, gambling advice and our poll of the week. Joey, would you like to dive into game one of last week? I, I would love to and hate to. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I just want to. I want to preface this just by saying that I am a little under the weather, so if my voice sounds weird, I apologize. I might have a voice crack or two throughout this episode. Or a coughing fit. Very likely that there's a coughing fit. But anyways, yeah, this is this is Dortmund's supposed to be title clinching game, and instead it turned into the biggest bottle job of the season. Sorry, Charlie. They they really took it from Arsenal here. Yeah, I'd um, have to. I'd have to agree with you there. I think this this kind of made made Arsenal fans a little bit happier. They were like, okay, at least we didn't, at least we didn't do as bad as uh, as Dorman did. Yeah, and like, let me just say something. Right, a lot of my opinions are based on the fact that I was born in the U.S. and I think that I know more than I do. Right, but with that being said. <laughs> Why does Gio Reyna not start every single game? He comes on, they immediately score. Then they score again right at the death. Like, if he's on 60 minutes or 90 minutes, they win this game, I think. And I don't think that's that crazy of a thing to say. Yeah. I mean, well, wait, we haven't said... The game, by the way, is Dortmund versus <laughs> Mainz. It ended 2-all. Um, no, like, I'm going to be honest. I kind of agree with you. Like, the amount... I think a problem that Gio has had this season is that <clears throat> obviously he was injured a lot, and he has mm-hmm. been injured a lot. Yeah. Um, and when you come back from injury, generally, especially if you're a young player, you don't you don't like get right back into the swing of things. He's not he's not he's not like Benzema or Messi where he comes back from an ACL tear and then immediately starts again. He's yeah. he's he. They're careful with him, so they play him a lot of substitutes as a lot of subs as a substitute a lot of times, and I think that has gotten him into a little bit of like 
the Olivier Giroud role where like remember at the end of his, yeah. his Arsenal career and his Chelsea yeah. career where they couldn't start him because he was so good off the bench that <laughs> like it just it just made more sense to sub him on in the 60th minute every single game when yeah. people are tired and he can run at players that are tired and maybe their mental state is a little bit tired as well <clears throat> that's what I'm that's what I'm going to say for Gio Reyna I don't know if that's actually the case that's that is um extrapolating based on very little data um in fact zero data but <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're doing it along with the fact that he is so injury prone because he is crazy injury prone it's so sad but this yeah. was also just worst case scenario for Dortmund, right? Like if if Bayern lost, this game wouldn't have mattered because they won, they would win. But Bayern winning or drawing meant that if if uh, if Dortmund or wait, if Dortmund and if they both drew, then then Dortmund Bayern won, right? Bayern had Bayern to win. Had to if win. they if they drew, they would have also lost. Yeah, that's why it was. Uh, at the same time as this game, for anyone who wasn't actively following the, um, Bayern was playing Köln, Köln mm-hmm. who are in eleventh, finished in eleventh place, um, and they were winning until the eightieth minute, then they conceded, and then they scored again in like the eighty sixth minute or something like that in such heartbreaking fashion. Yeah, it's a good goal though, to be honest. It to was a really nice hurt. goal from Jamal Musiala, and I like Jamal Musiala, but. Yeah, it really hurt. I remember I was watching this game, and I was like, this is so sad. They're losing. They're, it was 2-1. And then I was like, oh, no way. Like, they don't even have to win. And I flipped over to the game, and I watched for five minutes, and I was like. Yep. Yep. And then I turned it off as soon as Musiala scored because I was like, that's the league. I think I uh, I was watching the Dortmund game. I tried to throw up the uh, Bayern game, like, on split screen. As soon oh. as I got the Bayern game on. I just saw whoever it was that scored just running like in celebration. I'm like, yeah, what what the hell just happened? And then I saw yeah. the goal. I'm like, oh no, it was, was it was really depressing. What was really heartbreaking to me was seeing Gio Reyna there afterwards, just like sitting on the pitch, just crying. Like, oh, that, yeah. that sucked. Like it I was can't all imagine over USMNT Twitter. It's just so sad. It like, was, and they really, oh. they really deserved to win. Like they had so many. They missed a penalty, and yeah. then like you look at the action map at the end, and like it's basically just a flat yellow line at the top. Yep. Like it's it, it's just like at a hundred percent Dortmund. Um, they were killing it. They had so many chances, and they just kept missing and missing and missing and missing and missing. And like their XG is four. Yeah, how do you get an XG of crazy. four in a game with seventy three percent possession? It was crazy that they did not win this game. It, um, really, I, it really felt like they were going to. It really felt like they were going to. Thought this was going to be a City versus Aston Mil- Aston Villa moment, but it was not. Versus Aston Villa. That was how mean, City mean, won the league. No, you mean QPR? No, no, no. Last year. Last year when City oh, went yeah, down 2-0 yeah, yeah, yeah. to Aston Villa and then came yeah, back 4-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've just been seeing the Aguero clip. That's what I've been thinking of a lot. Yeah, that one as, as well. I hate it. I hate it. 
But I did say, because we, we were texting throughout the game, I said, as soon as Gio Reyna got subbed on, I said, listen, if Gio Reyna comes net back, scores a Lucas Mora hat-trick, um, I'll get a massive tattoo on like of him just on me. Sadly, Almost he did got not. a hat-trick of, of assists. I would have done it, too. It would have been awesome. I don't even like Dortmund, but I would have got a Dortmund Gio Reyna championship tattoo just because. <laughs> um, but we, we went through a, a great cycle because as soon as this game ended, we're both like, okay, w- w- what's next? And then we watched the um, the Luton versus... Who do they play? Um... Is it Colchester Coventry, or something? Coventry, Coventry. Coventry. We watched that game. Great win for um, oh the American, the goalie, Ethan Horvath. Yes, in penalties. I mean, yeah. he didn't really do much there, but still yeah. a great win. He got his fingertips the one. It still went in, but he touched oh, it. Very close. He had um, an influence. Yeah, but Joey, speaking of penalties. I know we're jumping out of order, but would you like to go on to uh, another game? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, the Europa League final. Joey, speaking of the penalties, Sevilla Roma. Boy, was that a fun game to watch! I watched uh, extra time in the last ten minutes of regulation, but my goodness, was that exciting! Yeah, it was definitely, definitely something. I I turned it on and like. I'd say the 70th minute because I was at work and I just, I had, I kept my phone in my pocket and I just had my earbuds in so nobody knew. <laughs> and then, go. and then I went to the, I went to the bathroom in air quotes twice. <laughs> it was really funny because I went to the, I went to the bathroom during, um, during extra time. I went, I went in like the hundred, hundred and like, I guess maybe I watched the second half or like maybe the hundred and ninth minute or something. Yeah. And I went there and I was there for about 10, 15 minutes. I was like, this is an acceptable amount. I think I saw like two minutes of actual football. It was like, <laughs> it was just time wasting from Roma. Fouls, oh, yeah. fouls, 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 fouls. I was, <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, this was pointless. I could have just listened to this. Like, injuries. How many times did Matic go down in this game? Oh, yeah. What's... I mean, but, like, what's crazy is the amount of yellow card. There yeah, were, there were there were two players. Sevilla got three yellow cards, and two of them were players that didn't... Uh, that weren't on the pitch. Yeah, I was going to say... At that's the, the time. F- it's the first time I've ever seen, ever, in soccer, a player come onto the pitch, get subbed on with a yellow card. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty interesting. It was it was kind of funny. Jose Mourinho got a yellow card, but that's not. I mean, like that's just expected at this point. He was very yeah, vocal that's... about, uh, like the refs and the whole matchup. They did have a penalty stolen, but like I don't know. It kind of. I feel like it evens out. I I felt like both teams should have gotten penalties. I I, the one that Sevilla were taken that had taken from them it looked to me like it was a penalty and then also the the roma one also looked like a penalty where it hit um fernando's arm that's the only one i saw and i saw that online later um but that clear for clearly looked like a penalty uh yeah it did it definitely did also i Um, just realized we we never said the score mm. well you said it was in penalties (laughs) 
Yeah, so Sevilla won one draw. Sevilla won penalties four to one. Yes, they did. Their seventh, their seventh fi- Europa League final and their seventh title, which is incredible. Yeah, the the uh, immovable object got moved. Jose Mourinho yeah. now has a loss in the Europa League finals. Um, it is the it is that's those are two crazy records going into this game. The fact I that know. Jose Mourinho had never lost a final in European competition and neither had Sevilla. It really is crazy. Um, it's but it's what, pretty ridiculous. We're not even mentioning the craziest part, in my opinion, was the uh, the penalty shootout. Not only yeah. does the guy win for Argentina in the World Cup. He wins the Europa League penalty. Or he wins the Europa League finals on a penalty in the penalty shootout after it getting after him missing, and then having it retaken because the goalie was off the line. Just a yeah. whole a wild scene. Gonzalo Montiel. I don't know if you on my TikTok because I, I get a lot of TikToks that are in Spanish. So mm-hmm. every like almost every like person from latin america was rooting for argentina because oh, yeah. no one likes france obviously nobody likes so no. that uh, the audio of the argentinian announcers <laughs> where when montiel st- steps up and they're like montiel para el mundial montiel and then he scores and and they go like crazy and they start crying i was just hearing that in my head as he was stepping <laughs> up for the and I, I'm like, I'm surprised I haven't seen any videos of them putting the audio over this. Just oh, yet. Yeah. I'm sure if I go on Sevilla Twitter, then it'll it'll be there. But I think it's it is hilarious that he scored the fourth penalty and the winning penalty in the same year, like literally within yeah. five months of each other of the World I Cup know. and the Europa League. Just what what a time to be alive for him. Yeah, you know, he's in the Champions League next year. He's got to do it again. Oh, God. Get him up what is, fourth. What is the furthest Sevilla's gotten in the Champions League? Not very far. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know back the groups, in the 2000s. Once, don't you think? I think they got... I know they got knocked out by Leicester the one year that Leicester was in the Champions oh. League in the round of 16. I, I think they've gotten to the round of 16. Well, they. the thing is they... they the reason they've won so many Europa Leagues is because they always go win the Europa League, get into the Champions League, and then they come in third in their group and go back into the oh, Europa League. Oh, I see, I see. Um, I, whether intentional or not, <laughs> still it seems to always happen. Joey, shall we move on? I do want to talk about one more thing about this game. Hit, Joey, hit me. Which the, the announcers, they kept mentioning it. Um, which I think is crazy, is is Jose Luis Mendilibar, who is this manager. I mean, he, he has a lot of experience. He's 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 an older dude. He's got he's played he's managed a lot of teams, but he's never managed really a good team. And Sevilla have gone through four managers this season. Siri is coming up. Thank you. Sevilla have gone through four managers this season, and this Mendilibar was appointed ten weeks ago. When Sevilla were still in the relegation zone. In La Liga. Which is perhaps... I think that's one of the craziest... It's like when Tuchel 
Remember when Tuchel took over for Chelsea, and then and then two months later they won the Champions League, and everyone was like, "He's the best manager in the world." Yeah, yeah. Everyone was like freaking out. And then he drew to Tottenham at home in week one or week two, whatever it was. Yeah, it's, yeah, I it's, remember that. It is a, it is an incredible ascent from Sevilla to go from. Literally, they were in the relegation zone. Like they were 18th place. People were worried that they were going to get relegated. The fans were calling for the, for the, um, for Manchu, the the I don't know if he's like the sporting director, the president, something like that to leave um and now they're back in the champions league which is ridiculous i have a question Mm. is it true that it's technically possible for a team like let's say a team like let me paint a picture for you ready for this paint it so like let's say lester all of a sudden uh back in like got europa league last year right they win the Europa League this year, but get relegated as well. Yeah, they're in the Championship and the Champions League, correct? At yeah. that point, that's yeah. crazy. Has that ever happened? Well, that's what I was a little worried that was going to happen to West Ham <laughs> this year. I thought <laughs> West Ham were going to win the Conference League and then get relegated. <laughs> what happens if you win the Conference League? Do you just get you go automatic to Europa? Europa? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why that's why Roma was in it this year was because they won the conference league last year. All right. So they Maybe almost went from conference out. league to Europa League to Champions League. Yeah, without that's ever actually awesome. qualifying for any of them in league. That's really funny. I have one more dumb question that you may or may not know the answer to. Let's say you okay. get com- conference league, right? And you win mm-hmm. the conference league. So you get automatic Europa League, but then you finish in the top four. It adds. Um, what they do is they like bump everything down. So if you win the league and qualify for the Champions League another way, then there's five. Yeah. Qu- then there's five uh, qualification spots, okay, and everything gets. Okay. Gets... okay. Well, Joey, shall we move on? Yeah, let's do it. Joey, you got to start this off because I don't know which one we're going to anymore. Joey, we're going to France. Stinky, stinky France. Uh, The match, of course, we're talking about is PSG versus Strasbourg. Um, Did did PSG clinch? Yeah, so there were were two big things that came out of this game. Um, One is that PSG won the league, despite drawing. They won the league. Yeah. Um, Messi scored the goal that not only won PSG the league, but made him the all-time top goal scorer in Europe's top five leagues. Wow. He just beat out Ronaldo's record. Wow. um, Which is ridiculous. It's insane. That really is incredible. And Ronaldo's Ronaldo's probably done with that, and Messi's probably going to get another, like, 30 on that, I I reckon. I heard someone somewhere that like Ronaldo may or may not have been linked to like a Newcastle move. I saw that and then apparently in an interview today he said he's not going anywhere. Oh, but that would have been imagine it would have been so funny, dude. I would love to watch him ruin Newcastle as well. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, <laughs> yeah, but how anybody could ever claim that Messi isn't the greatest soccer player of all time is crazy. Like 
the only other people I could see even like with a chance to claim that are Pele Maradona. Because like obviously we've seen Ronaldo's not in the running anymore, right? Like Messi is better than Ronaldo at every at every stretch of the imagination currently, right? So how are you gonna argue that this player might be the best player of all time if there is currently a player who is better than him? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People are crazy, Chuck. I hate Ronaldo. Also, I'll be honest, Joey, <laughs> Joey you're going to be shocked by this. What? I did, did not watch this game. Yeah, I didn't either. Well, shall we Who just move that? on then? We, we, well, yeah, we covered was... the important parts. Messi, the GOAT. Let's move on, Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey... Our finals matchups are kind of in the second half of the episode, right? With the ones we're talking about next week. However, um, we do have a finals matchup from last week. Joey, that is match one of the CONCACAF Champions League final. Leon, how was that? Did I say it better? It's not French. I don't know why you're saying it with a French. Am I saying it with a say it wait, say it, say it. Leon. Leon. There we go. Yeah, there we go. That's There's good. LAFC. You're like Leon. <laughs> yeah. Well listen, I just it's my it's the white. You did take out French. You did take French in high school, to be fair. That's yeah. your default foreign language. That is true. It was either that or German. I don't think Spanish was ever uh, an option for me. I don't know why. Why didn't I take Spanish? That would have been perfect. It's a useful one. French is also very useful. Yeah, but France kind of stinks. But, you know, we'll talk about that eventually. Yeah, but, like, African countries are cool. That is true. Um, You're not wrong about that, Joey. Joey, but let's get back to the game at hand. LAFC lost 2-1. to Very upsetting. Um, They stole one back at the death of the game. 96th minute and mm. now i feel like this is still doable right like you're going back to la you're playing at home against against your crazy home fans and it's you're down one goal you gotta win by is it do they have the away away goal rule or no that i don't know i think i would guess that they do just as long as you win by more than one and keep them to one or less goals you're, you're golden. I, I do genuinely think this is a, a good position for LAFC to be in. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, wait, I'm looking up. If aggregate goals are equal, <laughs> away goal rule is applied. Yeah, oh. so it's true. There are away goals. No, I think this is a great position for LAFC. And I think the fact that they got one back at the death with, with a nice goal from Buonga, um is really going to help them. Like that, even... Even though you lose the game, you come out of it feeling, okay, we got something, you know. We, oh, yeah. We, we did better than than what it was two seconds ago. So that'll yeah. definitely – it's like scoring right before halftime, but the halftime is a couple of days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'll definitely boost their, their outlook. And this is actually – I'm pretty sure this is just about the same thing that happened last year between um, – who was it? It was Seattle and like Club America or Tigres or something. I don't remember exactly, but they they lost away by one goal, I think, and they came home and smashed them three 0 at home. And I think yeah. 
LA are a team that love playing at home. They have fantastic fan base. Um, they have a loud stadium, and and so do so do so does Leon. So do all these Mexican teams. They have they all have great atmospheres. And the fact that LAFC, LA were able to come away with a two one is I think a good result. And they have a very healthy team going back. Um, and the final is coming up. What? June 4th. I think that's Saturday. No, Sunday. Sunday. I, um, if I've said great. it once, if I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. I believe that LAFC is the closest that the MLS will come to a, uh, Liga MX atmosphere. You yeah, know, like you have Portland, you have Seattle, great atmospheres. You have Atlanta, great atmospheres, but nothing matches that like and it might be because LA has a lot of like uh, Mexican people in it that kind of bring mm. that along with them but I do think that that atmosphere there is because like when you go to like a Charlotte game or like an Austin game a lot of it maybe not Austin as much but like Atlanta a lot of it feels like Americanized do you know what I mean yeah no LA LA is definitely uh they have a strong they have a strong immigration population that is is bringing that whereas cities from like the north or minnesota east in yeah like minnesota <laughs> you're not you're not getting too latin too many latin american immigrants up there yeah and that's you know that's probably for the best let's be honest yeah Nobody. not too many people want to be heading up there no one wants to no no sane white person wants to go to minnesota Yuck, yeah. am I right? Yeah. Vikings? You. <laughs> oh, the loons. You know their mascot is the loons? The, the Isn't MLS that team. just a big-ass bird? Yeah, it's a bird. They do They do play um, Wonderwall after every single game, though, which I think is cute. That's actually awesome. The loon is yeah. actually a... I'll, I'll go on record and say the loon is a creepy-looking bird. I don't actually know what a loon... Oh, it's Girl. like a duck. It's like, like a, a duck, dark but it's duck. got red eyes. It's a it's a it's goth like, duck. It's like you know that meme a little while ago that was like like I'm worried. Dark. I don't know I'm worried. It no, it was just like <laughs> it would show like a picture of something and then it would be like dark this something and it would just be the photo black and white with like the red eyes. <laughs> no, I don't I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll keep uh, it a stack with you. They're like a they're like a dark duck. <laughs> well, Joey, that's that's what I'm trying to say. I yeah, <laughs> I got that part. Joey, we're not I'm actually going to talk about the second leg of this, but we can still kind of give our score prediction now. What are you? What's your? What are you thinking for the next leg? I think LA's going to smash him. I think they'll. I think they'll win three now. I'm saying three one. I think that that last goal kind of gives them the uh, energy and the. What am I trying to say? Like the the feeling that they're like, okay, if if they went out and it was two nil, then it's like, oh god, maybe we can't score on them. Maybe we can't do this. But when you get that one, you're like, okay, it's it's possible. We know we can do it, and we know we're good enough to do it. Now we just have to put it all together at home, and I think that that being at home is really what's going to push them over the edge. Yeah, I agree. Joey, shall we move to our next matchup? Yeah, another one that I week. did not watch. Joey, I got you covered, Charles. 
there are no stats about this game either, which is no. Weird. There's nothing about it. It is entirely, it's entirely <laughs> my memory, and luckily I remember it well because I watched the whole thing. We have USA U20 slow versus Slovakia U20s. Um, this was to win the group for the US, and guess what? They won the group. Oh, Two hell nil. Yeah. Two nil. With a Cade Cowell goal in the 38th minute, and it's a I don't know how to say his name. Sakiris, I think, is how you say his name. Um, in the 96th sure minute. But, Charles, let me tell you something. That 2-0 is not even close to representative of how this game went. It was like the field was tilted at an 89-degree angle straight into the Slovakian net. The U.S. were attacking oh, yeah. constantly the entire game. I honestly don't think Slovakia got more than five shots off the whole game. Um <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. Apparently, they're they played they they are a lot better than this. Um, like the announcers were very surprised that how much the U.S. were dominating Slovakia. Um, but yeah, the U.S. looked really good. I always love watching youth soccer because it's like cool to get excited about the the future. Um, Kate Cowell. Oh yeah, Kate Cowell absolutely. He was a met. I was watching the game, and I think in like, I don't know, like the forty fifth minute or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I went to myself. I was like, "Wow, Cade Cowell is a menace." And then five minutes later, the announcer went, "Cade Cowell is a menace, right?" <laughs> and He's he was. 19. He is like. He's like he's like watching. You ever watch Usman Dembele? You probably haven't watched. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how Usmani Dembele can, like, because he's so fast and so agile, he can run through, like, eight players and then screw up a one-on-one with the goalkeeper? Or, like, Adama Traore. Oh, yeah, the big greasy man. Yeah, uh, that's what I'll compare to him, too. He's just like Adama Traore. He does something, and you're like, that is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And then he puts in a cross and it goes out like into the third stand. Like that is what watching Cade Cowell is like. But the thing is, he's only 19. So he has so much time to improve on that. And he was absolutely destroying the Slovakians. Like several, several chances on goal. He probably could have scored four goals if he wanted to. Same with Diego Luna who had a great game. Um, the goal, I mean, if you ever have time, you can go back and watch it. He, t- he, he picks up the ball at midfield and runs through four defenders and scores. Um, it's a pretty cool goal. And they had chance after chance after chance after chance. Um, and they, they, they didn't score, but then they scored at the end uh, on a rather crappy chance, which was kind of funny. But, yeah, they won 2-0. They won the group, then they went to play New Zealand. They won 3-0 against New Zealand. Cade Cowell scored again. Um, They are still the only team yet to concede a goal in the tournament, and they have scored scored nine goals so far this tournament and conceded zero, which is pretty crazy. What, they played three games, four games? They played four games. After today's results, we found out that they're going to be playing Uruguay, who looks like a pretty good U20 team, but I think the U.S. is doing little better um and i would love to see them win get into the semifinals
let me let me keep it a stat a buck with you, right? I think I'm looking at the the uh, like the bracket right now, the playoff bracket. I think we beat Uruguay. Brazil beats Israel. I think uh, the fu- the final four are gonna be us, Brazil, Colombia, Nigeria, and I think whoever wins yeah, us Nigeria is gonna good. win everything. It, that it's would be, gonna be close. But that would be nice. I could see us doing it. I could see it. You no, know, Nigeria are looking. I, I, they, they had a major upset by beating Argentina there, in 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 their home country. Argentina are the home team, so. Wow. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this U20 team. I don't think there's any. There's no one on the team that you look and go. You know, they're they're gonna be they're going to be like a walkout on FIFA someday. The U.S. Or, or Nigeria? On the U.S. On the oh, U.S. Yeah, on the US. yeah, sorry. I don't know anything about Nigeria. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anyone on the U.S. team that you look at and you're like, that's, that's, they're going to be, they're going to be a top tier player that could play at any top club. But I think there's a lot of players that are like, I think this whole team is has the potential to be like a gold card at FIFA, which I think is pretty cool. Or at least yeah, at really least good. like seven of the players have potential to be a gold card in this FIFA. Maybe like a good maybe like a good player in the Air Divisi or something like that, you know? I mean like you gotta think it like ninety percent of cards in FIFA aren't gold. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that those are pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely I think this team is is they they they're a good shout for the future. I'm very excited by American soccer, the future of American soccer. Joey, I am ecstatic. Yeah. You don't even know, but Joey, do you have anything else you'd like to add about the USA? I do not. Well, Joey, let's move on before we go on to next week's games. Let's get into the news. Joey. Would you like to hit us with the first piece of news? I knew you were excited about it, but it seems as though things have changed. Please tell us. Yeah, this story was changing so quickly that by the time I checked my phone, it had both happened and unhappened today. Um, For those uh, who aren't aware, I picked the games this week. I wrote, um, I picked the games at about like two, three maybe. So it was about six hours ago. And the news was was correct when I wrote it, and then all of a sudden it, it's changed within the last six hours, which is crazy because the news broke about eight hours ago. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, this news is Benzema's alleged signing for a Saudi Arabian team. He announced that he was gonna be leaving Real Madrid to go play in Saudi Arabia for a hundred million dollars a year or euros or whatever. It's yeah. close enough. They're the, basically the same value. Um, and then five hours later, he decided that he didn't want to do that anymore and that he's going to stay at Real Madrid for another year and extend his contract uh, once more so that it does not expire in a month. Which is crazy. Game. Which is crazy. Yeah. Only- you, I, I'm both... I thought it would be cool. Um, and I would love for him to leave Real Madrid because he is really good um, when yeah. he's not injured. But, you know, maybe they would have used that money to go buy Mbappe or something like that. So I'll take another year without a ridiculous player <laughs> on the books at Real Madrid. Yeah, um, I mean, 
hindsight, and you gotta look at the, the positives of shit like this. Yeah. But, hopefully... No, I don't know what I hope. It's just an interesting news story. In, like, literally in, in a year's time, Saudi Arabia went from... Uh, there's a couple Brazilians that go there that, like, you might have <laughs> known if you followed the Turkish League, too. They offered Ronaldo to 100 million a year. They offered Messi 400 million a year. Four? 400 million a year. And Benzema yeah. 100 million. Or Ronaldo 200, Benzema 100. They it's were like, crazy. they went from nothing to the three highest contracts in sports history in one year. Yeah, yeah. It just makes absolutely no sense. But, you know, it's that's, what, that's what oil money can get you. Yeah, they got a lot of money down there. Shall we, shall we go into some news that'll make you a little happier, hopefully? Sure. The U.S. men's national team has selected their uh, permanent, as as of now, permanent head coach, B.J. Callahan, Joey. I I'm, that's hoping. interesting. You wrote you wrote down previously Coach Villanova and Philadelphia Union Academy team because I didn't actually know that. I had to I look just, it up. I, I was hoping you knew who he was because I have no idea. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I have I have zero clue who he was. I woke up to this news. What was it? Yesterday? I think it was uh, yesterday, so, right? Yeah. yeah, I just woke up to this news and it was like Anthony <laughs> Hudson says goodbye. And I was like, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like some fake like like Men in Blazers uh, type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I thought it but no. No, he's actually Anthony Hudson is actually leaving to go coach a club team somewhere in Europe apparently. I don't think it's been announced where he's going. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy because it's this happened yesterday or two days ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then today, the, the Nations League annou- uh, roster gets announced. Yeah, so like they, how do they, you... They had to have known for some time. Or, they have you know this what they also might have coach, yeah. They may have gotten like six guys who were the kind of uh, like most likely... Um, candidates and just said hey guys we may hire you for this position please send in your your resumes as well as a potential uh, roster for the nation's league um, maybe just to see see who they would pick what like uh, the thing was but they could also have like six different options of rosters and you're back yeah now so I can stop talking <laughs> Oh, I was frozen. <laughs> you fr- you froze on my screen, so I got a little panicked, but I just kept talking. Gotcha. Good and job, then, Chuck. I heard God, every word of it. It was very intelligent. Thank God no I one will it. notice now that I, I, we just kept talking and I didn't mention it. So <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah, well, good. I, I was just about to chime in anyways. So, <laughs> r- reportedly, um, I mean, not reportedly, factually, BJ Callahan, or however you say his name, um, he's been in the system for a while. Um, I think he was Greg's and Anthony Hudson's coach. So, um, he was more, it wasn't, it wasn't like an outside hire. Like it wasn't, they didn't need yeah. to go looking for someone. They, they had someone in the system that the players all knew. I think, um, yeah. like Pooley or Weston or someone, I forget who it was, gave an interview and was like, yeah, we love, uh, BJ, like he's he's a great guy. We all know him well. It, he's not going to change. He's not going to change the system very much. Um, so we're happy with his with his appointment. 
just going time out pause just going in an interview and being like yeah we love bj just it's a great it's a great quote i hope that that's an actual quote somewhere because that is fantastic we um, love bj joey i'm kind of torn because did you see one of the goalkeepers that was selected sean johnson Longtime NYCFC trader Sean Johnson uh, represents his country. Is he a trader? He's playing in Canada, Joey. Is he a trader though, or was he like forced away? Uh, a little bit of section column A, a little bit of column B, but still trader. Nonetheless, it would be like if Eric Dyer signed for Arsenal. Like, yeah, no one wants him at our club, but still, like <laughs> Arsenal, really traitor you know what i mean yeah i guess so it's like if the worst player for for barca uh i mean like sean johnson was the worst player he's still really good but like i don't know it just kind of hurts after everything we've been through he does that like well it's uh, like he didn't he didn't sign for the red bulls though he signed for what was it toronto where is he toronto yeah toronto FC. but they they killed us in the um playoffs 20 19 okay well you've won an mls cup since then so i feel like yeah but it was still hurtful it was so it, well, it <laughs> also it also wasn't their fault we get we had a penalty in the 93rd minute in the playoffs and we oh. lost on it so it's like how much of that was actually their fault versus our own fault but you know if it makes you know. feel better dc united have been attacked by every team in the playoffs ever <laughs> Well, if it makes you feel any better, NYCFC stinks now. Did you hear about that? What happened? What happened? So we lost 3-1 to, I want to say it was Cincinnati. This was like yesterday. Um, And then after the game, James Sands goes and just like, apparently the fans were like yelling at him. He just goes and walks up to the fan section, like the supporter section, and just has a full-blown like conversation slash debate with like, these angry fans. It was really cool to see, like, because, like, uh, like James Hans cares, right? Like, he wants to win. But, he's, but on he's top of that, he likes the he likes the city and he likes the fan base. So he wants, mm-hmm. like, he wants their opinion. So I thought it was cool that he was willing to, like, go out there after just putting together a complete shit show and, like, just take the abuse. He wasn't, like, attacking them. And he's like, yeah, I understand we played... We played really bad. We're trying like new things. We want to get better. This, that, and the other thing. But it was just it was cool to see him like putting it out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love I I really love it when players and coaches do that. It doesn't happen very often and it definitely should. Like it, like it, it reminds me of one of my other favorite moments. Shout out again back to Eric Dyer when uh he went into the stands after like an FA Cup match where we lost. And just started arguing with a dude in the stands. When was I didn't that? that? You didn't know that? I don't remember that. All I can think about is that Harry Harry Maguire picture where he's like leaning on the railing with that girl. And that became a <laughs> meme. You know that one? No. What? Hold on. I got Harry. If only we had assistant, an assistant that we could be like... Hey, 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 Jimmy, put it on look, the screen right now. Up. Yeah. <laughs> what do I look up? Harry Maguire leaning women? <laughs> Just, yeah, meme. Harry Maguire leaning meme. Oh, I do know. 
I yeah. do know that one. That's a really good one. Uh, but Eric Dyer uh, got banned for four games in July 8th, 2020. Uh, just because he climbed into the stands to confront a fan after this team's loss in the FA Cup match. They lost the penalty shootout when we lost to Norwich. Um, and the England international made his way to an area of the field in front of the stands where his younger brother, Patrick, and family sit. Dyer was verbally abused by a spectator, rightfully so, probably, then entered the stand and clambered over rows of seats after getting, after seeing his brother in a tussle with the same spectator. Oh, so he was defending his brother? Uh, yeah, spectator said in a statement that he was, quote, being an idiot, was frustrated and annoyed with the result of the match and had not felt threatened by Dyer. An independent panel has, was <laughs> That's 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 like the shakedown by Tottenham, where they're just like, "You want to come back to these games? You tell them that you didn't feel threatened." Uh, but Joey, enough of these this news. Should we get into this? Wait, we didn't talk matchups? about the roster. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What about the roster? <laughs> well, I mean, the only big—I th- mean, not the only, but the big thing—is that Florin Balogun is on it. I don't oh, know yeah. if we've ever I don't know if we've ever talked about the fact that he committed to the US, but he committed to the US like three weeks ago or something. What was he between? US and England. And Nigeria, oh, right, technically. Right. He could have played for Nigeria, but US and England. Um That's crazy. It really a is. A twenty a twenty he is the most he now like upon as soon as he switched, he instantly became the highest single season scorer in Europe for a US player ever. <laughs> the the next just, highest was awesome. um was Dempsey at seventeen when he played at Fulham, which is pretty that's awesome. Crazy. And he's he's twenty. He's not in his prime. He's not like some twenty eight year old player playing in the Turkish league, you know. Yeah, but like you look at this team and it's not bad. Do you know what I mean? No, like it's, it's it's pretty exciting the fact that it, we there's a lot of good players. We have Pepe Balogun, which are two very good 20-year-old strikers. Like, these are strikers that are very good for 20-year-olds. It's really, really exciting, the fact that they're doing this. Balogun is on loan from Arsenal. He's going to be theoretically going to Arsenal this summer to play with the first team behind Gabriel Jesus. There's, I mean, like, we can look back at it, but there's, back on the roster, there's also notable, like, uh, exclusions. Missing John Brooks. Yeah, Tim Ream. The Ream team. Is Tim Ream? I thought Tim Ream was on there. Is he? He's a defender, right? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think he's on unless I'm just missing it. So Gino Dest, Chris Richards, Anthony Robinson, Miles Robinson, Joe Scally, uh Austin Trusty, and Walker Zimmerman. Wow. I thought for I just assumed he was on there to be honest. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he was great in the World Cup. Yeah. And he was great at Fulham at the end of the year. He was great the whole year. He's he's been fantastic. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Technical issues. Joey, anything else you'd like to say about the uh roster as a whole? I do not know. I'm just very excited. Oh god, I'm excited. Let's run it back, Joey. We won it in twenty twenty. Let's win it in 21. Playing Mexico first, too. Oh, God. Dosa Sarah. Final answer. Lock it in. 
Joey, let us get into next week's games. And by next week, I mean this week. Joey, our first matchup, because we are going in chronological order, except for a random game of the week, our first matchup is the FA Cup Final. Now, why did you put an asterisk next to it? Did you do that? I I didn't mean to. Oh, I saw that, and I'm like, okay, that has to mean something. No. I'm like, I don't think I put that there. I'm like, no, this, this is, is it not, not Man United? Not intentional. No, that that is exactly what's happening at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. That so is the game. We have a derby for the FA Cup, and I am excited. Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. Um, I'm very very excited to not watch it because I'll be watching another game that's happening at the same time that we're going to talk about later. Uh... But um, it's going to be great. I think Man City are going to win and I think they're going to win convincingly and I think they're going to win the treble um, as I think most people do at this point. Yeah, I mean. But also we think that every year because they're so ridiculously good and they always screw up something. Also Um, very true. But this year, I don't know. I don't know. It is just a it's, different year for them. They're so they're so dominant, especially like I feel like sometimes they, <clears throat> you know, it's it's sports. You need to be you need to be dominant at the right time. It's like it's like playoffs. You know, you don't need to actually do well in a regular season. You need to do well in the playoffs. Um, in soccer, it's the same thing. You need to start doing well. You need to you need to do well enough through the rest of the year to get you to the point, to get you to the end where you really need to come into form. And City are coming into form at the right time. Yes, they lost to Brentford, um, but I don't think that really matters. If anything, like that might even that well. might even motivate them more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were resting all these players. They want to put out their best eleven against Manchester United, and what a best eleven it is! It's it's crazy, crazy team. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to be a great game. United always give them trouble. Every time I think City are going to destroy United, United always come, somehow come out on top. Yep. I was just going to say, like, this is definitely a game, a textbook letdown game. It is. It's definitely like, like everything on paper is saying City. But then again, Mm. you're like, okay. If it's that simple, maybe it's not. And then you start second guessing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if United forces it to like extra time, and then they lose in extra time or in penalties. But I, I, uh, I, I want to say I wouldn't be, I won't be surprised if United win, but I will be because because City's just that dominant. Yeah, I think I think it's it's definitely a large chance that City win, but. It, it, it's a derby. It's a final. You never know what's gonna happen. There's always the potential of that Man City slip up. Yeah, it's. It, it it's can I can I put it in uh in terms of of horse racing, quickly. Go for it. Your so you know the, Yeah, exactly. You know the triple crown of horse racing. I do indeed. Derby, Preakness, Belmont, right? Man City is currently in the hunt for the Triple Crown, right? They won mm. the, the, the league, a.k.a. The, the Derby, and now they're 
focusing they're worried about like going for the triple crown right like that's like trying to again trying to worry about the triple crown before you've won the second race right like maybe they get ahead of themselves and they're like god we're so close to the treble we just got to win the champions league now but they haven't won the fa cup so that's the only thing i could get worried about right if they put the uh metaphorical cart before the horse and then they get all a little behind themselves there and then it, it just all falls apart so i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they win just the double but i mean the treble's right there i think if they win today they win the treble but or, or win today is and win this game but that's the the problem you can't get too ahead of yourself yeah i think i think you're definitely right there and we'll Joey, see you know hit me with a score so, prediction i think I don't know. Some parts of me, some part of me is really thinking that United's gonna win, but oh. rationally, I'm gonna go with two nil City. I'm gonna go one two uh, one City. Okay, Joey, I switched everything up again. You said you couldn't watch this game because you were gonna watch another game. This is true, Joey. What game are you gonna watch? Oh, Charles, we're talking about Barcelona in the Champions League final. And you might be thinking, what? Barcelona aren't in the Champions League final. Yes, they are. Yeah, what? Playing Wolfsburg in the women's UCL <gasps> final. Whoa. Two of the biggest clubs in women's soccer alongside, you know, Chelsea P uh, and Lyon. Um, some crazy, crazy dominant teams. And I... I love, I'm so looking forward to it. I love watching Barca win Champions League finals. Um, and they did it last year. And I, I think they're going to do it again. You know, Barca, Barca are a stellar, stellar team. Um, and I believe, no, I don't believe, I know. Alexia Putellas is back, who they have not had for basically the whole season. Um Yes, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. They haven't had her for the whole season. Yeah, she tore her still, ACL. They still went twenty-eight one and one. Yeah, and That's I believe. Great. Yeah, they 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 actually destroyed. Uh, <laughs> funnily enough, those those two slip ups are actually I think what their last two games, two of their last three games, yeah. which is a little frightening, but also you know. Once you win the league, like, eight games before it ends, you kind of you, take you your foot the off the pedal a little yeah. bit. Yeah, which is what which is what the men's team has also been doing, funnily enough, at the same time. So they they're coming almost, in. They almost had in another invincible season. They've yeah. done it before, right? It was their first loss in, like, three years or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's awesome, dude. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Um. But yeah, they're 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 awesome. Alexia's back. Um, she's forming up that partnership with Aitana yet again, which is which is gonna be awesome. Um, and like I'll be honest, I don't know much about Wolfsburg, but I know they are historically one of the three big teams in women. Or, I mean, honestly, one of the two big teams alongside Lyon. Barcelona is more of a recent um, development. They, they, they beat Arsenal to get here. It's a big feat, especially on the year Arsenal is having. Any any time anyone beats them is huge. And that was on the that was the weekend where 
um, the men's team drew, the women's team lost, and then the U20s lost all in like the span of 48 hours. It was awesome. That's it was big. just, oh my God, it was like Christmas. That was like, remember a little, I think it was last year, I think we were doing episodes and mm-hmm. there were there were two classico or three classicos in two weeks because there was the men's teams played and then the women's teams played in the semifinals of the Champions League and Barca won all three of them. Yeah, that's like I don't, that. I don't like how you say. Remember last year or remember we were recording a year ago? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Just, we've been doing this for we've been doing this for so long. Fifty five weeks. Although they've only heard 54 episodes, Joey, because we didn't. Oh, because we, we have gotta more. Me. Yeah, we... Also, also because I forgot to send you the picture for like a week. Nah, it's, it's a group. It's a group effort. It's a group it, effort. Yeah, we we win as a team, we lose as a team, Joey. We have lore. Joey, That's what is you here for? Hit me with the score prediction. I am really hoping. That Barca come out on top, obviously. And I think they will. I think, you know, there's a chance this goes 4-0 either way, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that that 4-0 is going to go in favor of Barca. I am going Barca 3-2. Oh, a close like a High scoring, very close game. I think this is exactly what the world of women's soccer needs to... <clears throat> garner even more of a mainstream following because their women's soccer is, is on the rise like in recent it's years definitely it definitely is yeah it's spiking i don't know if it's peaked yet i i want to say i don't think it has oh, it, it definitely has not peaked i think this game is going to do a lot especially for um like a lot of uh people who watch soccer more uh casually they see this and they're like oh barca's playing i like barca i know barca they tune in find out it's women's and they're like oh i like soccer i'll, I'll watch a little bit then they'll see hopefully what is a fantastic game and be like oh my god this is great now i have another team in another league and another almost a, a, a it, like i don't know how to say because it it's the same sport but it's like the, a different sport do you know what i mean yeah. In the in the sense where it's like you have the big five in men's soccer, you also have the big five in women's soccer, right? Like all of those leagues are still great leagues, but it's just like women's soccer instead of men's soccer. Exactly. Joey, shall we move on to the next game? Yeah. Kind of uh, on the same day, a little bit later though, Joey, we have the DFB Pokal. Is that how you say it? I, I look to so. you. You're a, you're a pronunciation guy on the podcast. I you think I'm just to, the Spanish pronunciation guy. Yeah, but you know how to speak. DFB Pokal. Yeah. That's how Ian Dark says it, so that's what I'll go for. <laughs> it is Leipzig versus Frankfurt. And what, what time is it? It's at 4 p.m. Eastern? 2 p.m. Eastern. So it's actually perfect whether you watch women's Champions League final or the FA Cup final. Tune into this right after. It's going to be an exciting one to watch, Joey. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's it's an interesting final because 
you know, most of the time, I feel like when you have um, cup finals, it's it's rare that you don't have a team that's in like the top two in the league or in the top. I think yeah. I think Leipzig finished fourth this season, didn't they? Third. They they leaped. So I guess it's still Union it's Berlin. like they're still amazing teams. Obviously, Frankfurt won um, the Europa League last year. Leipzig are always a good team. Well, always as of five years ago, but. Yeah. <clears throat> they, they is it'll be a great game. Um, the the two big hitters of the league this season, which we already talked about, Bayern and Dortmund got knocked out or like quite a bit earlier on actually, um, and in a little bit of an upset. So I think this is this is exciting because this gets teams. I think this gets you into the Europa League like the FA Cup does. So for oh. Frankfurt, this this means a lot. Um, yeah. I think I think I'm I'm I might be making that up, but that's what I think. Um, it's okay. It is what it is. <clears throat> it is what it is. Sometimes we say things that aren't true. Yeah. And we say them with our whole heart. It's called we do um, a lying. <laughs> Alternative facts, Charles. <laughs> um, well, back to the game. Uh, I think <laughs> I, I'm gonna go out and make my prediction right away. I don't want to beat around the bush with this, Joey. I think Frankfurt is going to win a, a, a downright boring game to watch, right? I think Frankfurt is going to play ultra-defensive. They're not going to go out there and try and outscore them. I think they're just going to hold, 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 counterattack, get their goal, win maybe 1-0, 2-1, something like that. Interesting. Interesting. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go contrary to what you're saying. I think it's gonna be very high attacking game. Um, these are two very attacking teams. They they both enjoy getting in front and attempting to score goals. They don't always score the goals. Um, they're not the best at converting their chance chances. Obviously, I mean Leipzig have Werner on their team, so it's a guarantee that a few chances are missed in the game. But yeah, they, I think they both produce great, uh, great games when they play. From what I experienced from watching them, um, I think you might be right that Leipzig. I mean, Leipzig are the favorites, so I think they'll be attacking just a little bit more. But I don't think I don't think Frankfurt are going to sit back. I don't think it's in the nature of a German team to sit back in a final that's very winnable for both teams. I think it'll be. I think Leipzig have it. I think they they might win. I think I think it could be a one game, one goal game. I think it could be two one, but I think it's gonna be lots of attacking, um, and not that much sitting back. Fair. That's a fair point. Um, question: Looking at the the Bundesliga standings from the end of the season, Frankfurt finished in seventh, mm. but because Leipzig is already in Champions League position, no matter what, that that spot would move down, right? Because if they're in Champions yeah. League and they win this, then like uh, all the spots move down one, so seventh will get this no matter what. So Frankfurt's not really fighting for Europe at this point. That is my understanding. Well, they um, might be fighting for Europa, but I don't know to Conference League. Yeah, that's okay. that's what I think, but I can't be certain. Joey, speaking of Europa Conference League, mm. some some say the most prestigious trophy all of uh, in all of Europe 
I think everyone's been saying that. I, I've heard it around in the playground. Not that I go to a lot of playgrounds, but... Um... <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Ooh, we can not a, move not past, a great move look past. for me. Joey, hit us with this matchup. Oh, yes, Charles. We have Fiorentina versus my boys, the Irons. The Irons. West Ham United. It's going to be a beautiful game that I will be at work at. I don't know how I'm going to watch it, but I have to watch it. Um, because West Ham could win a European title. And I think they're favorites to win a European title, which is ridiculous. Um, They'll win something before Tottenham, which is awesome. Knock on wood. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx them, and I want them to win. It's I. I yeah, it's pretty crazy. Never did I think when I started supporting West Ham that they would be winning <laughs> European finals. Like that's it's, not that's not something that was in my that was in my vocabulary when I was watching like Cheku Kuyate and <laughs> James Tompkins and Adrian playing week in week out. But you know they're doing they're doing great under David Moyes. Uh, I don't know if he'll continue next season, but they're doing great in Europe at least. They're doing survive. great. In Europe. Yeah, survive the relegation. Um, yeah. Joey, as much as I prey on your downfall <clears throat> and like <throat> to see your teams lose, I am cheering for West Ham in this one. Ah, I like so nice. I like West Ham in the sense that I like to cheer against them because they're fun, but they're always like. They're, they're that team that's like a rival of 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 Tottenham, but it's also like, oh, look at little West Ham. They're going to win their little Conference League. Look, look at them go. <laughs> like it's it's um, it's exciting. Like I love to see it. And it I is think very it'd be funny. exciting. It would be really funny if the only team who doesn't win any like like trophies in in the in this hundred years uh, in London would be Tottenham, and that would just be funny. As as much pain and sorrow as it would bring me it would be very funny yeah and it's good good content for the podcast because i will 100 percent break down if west ham win this uh next episode so keep an eye keep your eyes and ears peeled for that one maybe uh don't want to spoil anything but joey where is this being played uh prague i think fortuna arena i think i'm pretty sure it's prague because I saw a meme about it. Yeah, it's in progress. Oh, there's, there's a McDonald's in the stadium. That's <laughs> huge. That's huge. We have to get That's actually massive. I think I saw, I saw a TikTok, and it, it was just captioned West Ham fans trying to head to the final. And it's a, it's, it's a clip from, like, a, some TV show, and it fits just perfectly. A guy walks up to, like, an airline counter, and he's like, can I have one ticket to Pray Gooey? <laughs> I did see that. And Pray she goes, Gooey. You mean Prague? And he's like, Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's a great, it is a good clip. It's just an all time clip. It um, is good. Joey, you're a fan, so you might be a little biased, but gotta hit me with the score prediction. I do actually think West Ham are gonna win. I think Fiorentina are good, but uh, they're not that good. Like they have, they have. I don't know. They have Nico Gonzalez, and uh, they have a few good players. But I think West Ham. I think West Ham are a pretty solid option here, and I think they got in the back. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be two 0 West Ham. West Ham has the backing of those fans that fought off the entirety of uh, 
I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. The AZ supporter section. Oh, uh, yeah, Alkmaar. And nothing is going to stop them from there on out. I'm going to go 3-1 to one West Ham. Yeah. Up the Irons, right? Is that what it is? Come on, you Irons. Okay. <laughs> Joey, it is time for our random game of the week. And usually, right, we always pick a game... That's kind of USA-centric, right? Whether there's an American coach or there's an American on the team or it's just America, right? Mm. So to keep that trend going, Joey, do you know what game we picked tonight? I do. <laughs> we picked... What? Where did it go? I mean, I don't even... Oh, we picked the finals, because it is the final episode, of the Canadian Championship, Joey. Montreal versus Vancouver. An exciting matchup. Winner of this gets an automatic berth to the CONCACAF Champions League. What are your thoughts on this game? I think it's a it's so good. These two teams, top, top tier teams. Um, in Canada. In, in Canada. Um, yeah, I didn't even know that this was this weekend. But I'm sure it'll be a great game. Um, Vancouver are way better than Montreal. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. be let's be real here. I think they're quite a bit better than them. Um, but you know what, Montreal Hernan Lozada, former they're... DC United coach. I would love I would love for Hernan Lozada to go somewhere else and and win a trophy just to like stick it to the management that fired him. <laughs> Prove that it wasn't I, him. It was it was the team. I was quite sad that he got fired, but I hope that he succeeds. I hope he wins. Um, but also Julian Gressel is on the Whitecaps, another former DC United player who got traded for no reason um, and is now killing it. He scored two goals today, actually. Um, so both both a lot of DC United anger on either side. But I just, yeah, I'm just happy that uh, Sean Johnson is not playing in this game. Thank so, the Lord. I, I don't really, yeah, thank goodness. I don't have a, a horse in this race. It, for me, right, when I'm deciding who I want to win this game, it's not about the, the, the teams or the players or the coaches. It's about the cities, right? What's cooler? Vancouver, Montreal. Mont they both have hockey teams. Montreal Canadiens versus Vancouver Canucks. They both hosted Olympics, right? Didn't Montreal host the Olympics one year? Not clear. Vancouver was 2012, I think think that was the one of the first winter olympics i like actually remember watching um heartbreaking that the u.s the canada canada beat the u.s in uh the gold medal match for ice hockey on a really terrible like the the it was overtime so it was just ne it was golden goal and um the puck bounced off the referee's skate directly to Sidney crosby who had a one on oh and he scored on my favorite goalkeeper of all time and it was just it was awful uh, you know what just for that i'm gonna go montreal to win i i, I hate vancouver uh, that soured me i'm all in on montreal joey all right i'll go with vancouver despite <gasps> how dare you joey hit me with a score prediction i think it'll be three nil vancouver three one whoa i'm going two one montreal they're really Big. just gonna yeah, they're just gonna power through. Joey, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I do not. 
Well, Joey, we've gone through last week's games. We've gone through this week's games. Do you know what that means is next? I don't know. No, what does it mean, Charles? That means it's time for Charlie's Gambling Corner. What? No, that's a twist right there. I know. M. Night Shyamalan out here. would have thought? Joey, last week, I went 2-3, and three, right? Bringing my overall record to 120-92 and 2. Um, oh, I beat you? You did. What did I lose last week? I lost the LAFC. I had them to win. I didn't even. I was so confident. I didn't even double chance it, even though that wouldn't have helped. Oh, you had Roma to win. I had Roma <laughs> and I had Dortmund. You did not stamp the Roma one, so that is how you ended up with an overall a week record of three and two, bringing your overall to twenty six and ten. Joey, are you ready for this week's game? Shall we dive right in? Yeah. Joey, first up. And because this is uh, the finals episode, we don't really have, uh, there isn't going to be a double chance one because it's just two effort to win the, the finals, whether oh, it be through penalties, uh, stuff like that. So we're going straight on most of these bets, Joey. The first one being the FA Cup final. We have an old-fashioned Manchester Derby uh, for the FA Cup final. It's an exciting one. City won the league. And I think that this is the, the most, the more challenging of their final two steps for the treble. Joey, City to win. What are your thoughts? Give it a big old stamp. Hell yes. Joey, up next, the DFB Pokal final. Leipzig is the third best team in the league. And just because that, I do think that they are going to um, get the win over Frankfurt. And the other thing being Frankfurt lost to Tottenham this year in the Champions League. That no team that loses to Tottenham is going to win the DFB Pokal, Joey. I mean, like, that's just obvious. (laughs) If I've said that once, I'll say it a thousand times. Leipzig to win. What are your thoughts? I'll I'll, I'll keep this one no stamp. Joey, next match, the Women's Champions League final. Um... When, when trying to think of who who's going to win this one, it's just an absolute joke, right? You're saying, uh, Putel, how do you say it? Puteas? Puteas, yeah. Yes, with her back. Alexia. There is just no way that this team loses. Does that mean she's going to score a hat-trick? Maybe not. But presence <laughs> alone is oftentimes enough to win games. Joey, ask Aaron Holland that. Um I don't know. I may have butchered his name there, but it is what it is. Um, that's why I'm going Barca Femini to win. Thoughts? Easy. Easy, stamp. Hell yes, Joey. Next match, the Europa Conference League Finals. Uh, this game is really scary to me because everything is like saying West Ham. And it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, it makes sense to bet West Ham. But if West Ham loses, you feel like an idiot for betting on West Ham in this situation. That's why I'm going West Ham to win. Thoughts? Easy, Charles. That's that's the best one yet. No, actually, the Barcelona is, but that's the second best one yet. <laughs> Joey, our final match, a.k.a. the random game of the week, the Canadian Championship final. This is, like, truly the peak of Canadian soccer, Joe. Uh, we'll never see a I game mean, like this again. By definition, it kind of is. But yeah, both teams have not great goal differentials, um, which means one of two things, Joey. Either A, both teams get scored on a lot, right? Or B, 
neither team scores a lot, right? And I'm really banking for A, right? Just hoping that they have terrible defense, good offenses. That's why I'm going over total goals, two and a half. Joey, thoughts? I'll, I'll keep that one in no stamp, too, just oh. to get things ex- exciting, keep things spicy. Well, please, Joey, just remember, gamble responsibly. Never bet more than you're willing to lose. Have fun with it. Um, remember, if you're betting on the Canadian game, your transfer uh, rates for uh, the money. What what am I trying to say? What What's the rates? What are they called? And, no. Exchange rates. Exchange rates, yes, for exchanging the money. Just remember the, the rates change. Uh, be careful with that. Uh, but, Joey... <laughs> On to the weekly poll. Our question from last week was, how far will the U.S. go in the under-20 World Cup? Round of 16, quarters, semis, or finals? And I can say 13% thought the furthest the U.S. would go would be the round of 16. Joey, we're already in in the quarters. Yeah. (laughs) I think they're wrong. (laughs) 13% of the people, idiots, wrong. Next, we also had another 13% say we get to the quarters only. I think that's wildly incorrect. I think we win this game. And then our next game is going to be against Brazil, and that's the issue. That, well, should be against Brazil, and that's where I get worried. And that is where 44% of people thought we would finish our journey as well. Mm. But me, being part of the final 30%, thought we'd get to the finals and potentially win the finals, Joey, I think... We're, we're going to get there. What are your thoughts? I think we could do it. I, I really I really agree. I, I, I think it's very, very possible. You know, it's U20, so anything's yeah. possible at this point. It's not it's not peak player or tactics. It's like uh, just like Kevin Garnett, huh? Don't know what that means, but sure. You do, do you know who Kevin Garnett is? Yes. So in 2008, when the Celtics won the... NBA Finals, they were celebrating in Boston because they won it at home. Celebrating the confetti's going everywhere. Someone kind of goes up to Kevin Garnett and does an interview. And uh, Kevin Garnett just goes, anything is possible! And he just yells it. And um, that quote is famous uh, because it's just a great quote. And because it was in um, a, do you know the Lonely Island, the musical group? I do not, unfortunately. So the Lonely Island is um, Andy Samberg and two other guys, and they did a lot of stuff with like Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, stuff. I do know that. <laughs> Throw yeah, it on the I ground. Um, yeah. There's a line in one of their most popular songs, "I'm on a boat," um, and the line was, "The bar yes, was like that. Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible." So that's where a lot of people know that that uh, line from. So when anytime anyone says uh, anything is possible, I just go Kevin Garnett. So that is a little. Fun factoid for you. Nice. Joey, shall we dive into this week's poll? Dive, Charles. Dive. Joey, when I was picking the games, I I decided I would do a lot more work this week uh, than I usually do. Uh, Not by watching the games. No. Goodness, no. Gracious, no. That would be horrible. I know. Can you imagine? Um, (laughs) But by actually, like, picking the games and then creating the poll. And I saw a tweet, um, I think it was ESPN FC or something. Someone put a post online and said, which is more impressive? 
and it was a graphic. And one half had Holland with his 36 goals for Man City, and then the other half was Harry Kane and his 30 goals for Tottenham. And it was very, it was very interesting to me because it was at, at, on one side, it's like, okay, I could see why people would say Holland, but like, on the other side, it's like, well, yeah, I guess I didn't really think about Kane, and it. So it, it is just kind of how you weigh the 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 thing, the the achievements, and I would be excited to see what our listeners think, Joe. Yeah, I would love to hear it too. We'll figure it out next episode. Oh yes, Joey, and there will be a next episode because this is not the final episode. It's just the final episode. Mm. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything else you'd like to add, Joey? I do not. Well, then I have been your host, Charlie. And I still am your host, Joey. We have been the Marquee Matchup Show. We just want to say thank you. We love you. And peace. Bye.